Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Farrell Shepherd of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky, and I'd like to welcome you to another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. This broadcast is for Wednesday, February 1st, and today happens to be the birthday of Brother Robert Vincent. We want to wish Brother Vincent a happy birthday today. Trust he is blessed of the Lord. And I want to welcome all of you to the Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. I appreciate you tuning in, and I appreciate the opportunity to be able to send out these messages over the Light and Truth radio network. Thank God for his goodness and his grace unto us. Well, I thank him for the sunshine melting a lot of this ice. And uh, matter of fact, I came today a little bit after noon, and our parking lot's completely melted off, but yet a lot of water there. And so... I've decided that we're going to cancel our evening services tonight just because of the refreeze that I'm afraid would happen. But I hope that you'll understand that and be careful if you're out and about. All right. Well, I've got a couple of good songs, then the message from the Word of God. Now, as we get ready to look into the Scripture, we're looking in Psalm chapter number 66 and reading verse number 12. The message today is one sermon broken up into four segments. I'm preaching on, do you feel like you're in over your head? Do you feel like you're in over your head? This particular sermon was preached from the pulpit of the Iron Ford Baptist Church here in Madisonville, Kentucky, during the COVID crisis, when we were having shutdowns and limited services and a lot of scare and fear and things going on. God gave me this sermon, and I preached it in those days. So there'll be much said about COVID, and uh, it's still relevant. I'm telling you, there's all kinds of things make us feel like we're in over our head. Now, as we began this sermon on yesterday's broadcast, I mentioned that I'd have four main points, and yet yesterday I only got to the introduction, and so I didn't even mention the points. Let me mention those for you today. We're going to be talking about the author involved, the agents involved, the actions involved, and finally, the advancement intended. And so on today's broadcast, we're going to cover those first two points, at least cover the first one and start with the second one. That is the author involved. The scripture says, thou hast caused. God's the author of these situations. And then the agents involved It's men that ride over our heads. Human beings often cause us our problems. We're going to be dealing with that on today's broadcast. So I hope you'll stay tuned and enjoy the message as it was preached live from the pulpit of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. Psalm chapter number 66. And I'm just going to read one verse tonight. We'll look at some others as we go along. I thought about reading the whole psalm, but I'm going to Preach from verse number 12 of Psalm 66, and uh, hope that it'll be a blessing and helpful to you. Uh, the Lord laid this message on my heart today. As a matter of fact, I, I was wondering about where I was going to go. I've been working, you know, uh, Sunday night I started looking at the Proverbs, and I've been looking at some more of that, uh, but I didn't feel like that's where I ought to be tonight. Uh, earlier today, I, I told Melissa, I said, I got I to gotta find out where God wants me. And uh, this is where I came to is a real, a real blessing. And I don't know, well, I'm sure I've never preached from this verse. Uh, I know I have some 
of this psalm on down in it. But let me read you verse number 12 of Psalm 66. He says, Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but Thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. Amen. This psalm is called a thanksgiving psalm. Does that sound like something to give thanks for? Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. Amen. We went through the fire and through the floods or through the water. But here's something to rejoice in. But thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. Well, that first phrase, thou hast caused men... To ride over our heads. That's the, the verse that, the phrase that got my attention. I want to preach tonight on this thought. Do you feel like you're in over your head? <laughs> when, when you're in the furnace, when you feel like you're in over your head, when it seems like you're overwhelmed, then's the time and it seems like such a wonderful time to call on God because He's a very present help in our time of trouble. Amen. And I'm so glad that He is. So for my message tonight, I'd like to focus on this middle section and God's dealing with His peculiar people. Pointing out that I believe that this is talking about the trials in verse number 12. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. Not just the psalmist David. He said this happens to all of us. Amen. These trials, I believe, all God's children must endure. I know that there are some religious teachers that proclaim that God's children are immune (laughs) to trouble. But every honest Christian knows by experience better than that. We know better than that. We know better than that by experience. Abraham was a friend of God and he went through trouble. Moses was a friend of God and he went through trouble. Amen. Job was a perfect and upright man and he went through trouble. Matter of fact, you show me one man in that this Bible that walked with God that didn't go through trouble. You won't find it. Matter of fact, Paul said it this way to Timothy, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Shall. Trouble's going to come. Trouble's going to find us. All God's children wind up in trouble. I believe that often God allows His children to suffer affliction and to suffer adversity. Look at verse 11 and 12 together. Look what He said. Thou broughtest us into the net. Thou hast laid affliction upon our loins. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, but Thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. Notice verse number 11 seems to indicate indicate that we got caught up in trouble. He's talking about in a net, almost like getting caught in a net. You know why you know why fish get in the net they don't they don't see it. Amen. A lot of times we don't see trouble coming. We don't see it. We just get caught up in it. Then he talks about it being Affliction being laid in our lap, being laid in our loins. It, it's been, it, this trouble has been 
thrown into our lap, if we want to say it that way, or this trouble has been laid, placed in our lap. Sometimes it just feels like, Lord, you just dumped this out on me. You just dumped this in my lap. Amen. Then verse number 12 seems to indicate that these troubles not only capture us, and these troubles not only load us down, but they seem as if they're over our heads. When these troubles come, we might be overwhelmed by their intensity. And I think that's what he's talking about. Fire and flood are intense things. We might be overwhelmed by their intensity, or we might be overwhelmed by their immensity, that they're just over our heads. But notice that through it all, God brings us out into a wealthy place. Amen. That does not mean that we get wealthy. That's not the idea, but he's talking about a wonderful... And and, and by the way, that word wealth is dealing with health as well. There's a there's not only a wealthy place one of these days, there's a healthy place over yonder in a better land. Amen. And so I'm going to deal with, with this verse and these verses. Verse number 11 and 12 together, but verse 12 in particular, is much like the example or or the instance of our Lord's disciples. In Matthew chapter number 8, you don't have to turn there and read that. You know, verse 24 through 27, Jesus and His disciples are in a ship and Jesus is asleep in the hinder part and a tempest arises. The wind's blowing boisterous and the waves are dashing high and the men call on the Lord and the Lord arises and rebukes the wind and He rebukes them a little bit for their lack of faith, but He rebukes the wind. And I'm telling you this, that's what's happening here. These these men, these Christians are saying, here's what's happened to us. We're in a ship with our Lord. We're about our Lord's business. And yet a terrible tempest has come our way. We found ourselves in a storm. We found ourselves against the wind. We found ourselves with the waves about to crash in on us. And Lord, we need you to help. Amen. And thank God He does help. And I believe that's a common experience. The life of the children of God. Matter of fact, I think that it's an experience that happens multiple times in the life of a child of God. Amen. So I want to point out, if I can, three things, four things this evening. Let me say again, David uses these uh, not personal pronouns in verse 12. He starts that in verse 13. But in verse number 12, he uses... Plural pronouns. He's talking about our heads. And we went through the fire and the water. But thou brought us us out. He's talking about plural again. That these troubles and trials and triumphs are not just in the life of David. But it's in the life of all God's beloved children. I believe that's right. Amen. Now, let me show you some particulars here if I can. First of all, I want you to notice the author involved. Look at verse number 12 again. And the first word, thou. Look at these three words. Thou hast caused. Thou hast caused. And thou bring us or brought us us out. So we know, we see here that the psalmist is in the storm. He's talking about the storm. Maybe he's remembering the storm. Or maybe he's experiencing the storm. And yet in the midst of that, he knows who's in control of the storm. Amen. He's not, he doesn't say, well, it must be global warming. He doesn't say, well, we need to call on some scientists to figure this thing out. 
Maybe they could nuke the storm and stop the storm. No, he says, I know who's in control of it. The president's not in control of it. Congress is not in control. And thank God they're not. Amen. 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 Man's not in control of it. But God's in control of it. God's in control. Who? Who's going to control the coronavirus? Not Joe Biden or Donald Trump. Amen. Who's going to control the coronavirus? It's going to take God. It's going to take God. Amen. Well, thou hast caused and thou broughtest us out. He knows that God is in control of the tempest and God is in control of the deliverance. Amen. He says it was God that caused the problems and it was God that brought us out. Amen. The believer, I'm talking to me and you now, we don't have to blame others. We don't even have to blame devils for the tempest and the winds that we find ourselves in. Amen. We can rest assured that God is in control. I've heard people say, and I don't think that they're necessarily wrong in saying it, that COVID-19 is the judgment of God on a nation and a world that's turned their back on God. No doubt it's judgment of some degree. But even in the midst of judgment, God's the one in control of it. Amen. God's the one that's in control. God can rescue people out. He's getting ready to burn Sodom and Gomorrah, but he, those angels said, we can't do anything till we get you out. Talking to Lot and his daughters. We can't do anything till we get you out. I'm glad God's in charge of getting people out as well as sending the, the, the destruction that is to come. We find ourselves in these troubles. We can rest assured that our God is in control. We don't have to wonder where our deliverance will come from. We know our God is in control of our deliverance. It is our Father, our Heavenly Father that we can cry to, we can call to in our time of trouble. Amen. I, I think about like in the life of Job, and I wrote down a couple of these. In the life of Job, you've got Satan and the Sabaeans that come and cause trouble to Job. But Job said it was the Lord that gave and it was the Lord that took away. That's why he said, blessed be the name of the Lord. David knew, that, or Job, I'll go, but Job knew that his appeal was to God himself. God was in control of his storm. And he is in our case as well. Think about the life of Joseph. Joseph of the Old Testament. His brethren sold him into slavery. That's his brethren did that. His brethren sold him into slavery. Potiphar's wife tried to seduce him. And then when she failed at that, she lied on him and got him thrown in prison. But when it's all sewed up and come to an end and Joseph's given his account of it, Joseph came to realize that he wasn't just going to blame his brethren and he wasn't going to lay all the blame at Potiphar's wife, but that God had control of the whole thing. Amen. He said, you meant it for evil. And he, he, I believe he laid the blame where they did mean it for evil. She did and them boys did. They meant it for evil. But God overrode their intent for evil. God overrode their, their case there. And God meant it for good. Amen. God had an overriding plan. He does in this as well. Amen. So it'll help us. It'll help us not to feel so overwhelmed, not to feel so in over our heads if we'll realize our God is in control. I know I preach that like a broken record, but we've got to be reminded of it 
again and again and again. Our God is in control. Our God has a plan and our God has a purpose. Amen. Anything that He allows to come our way, God has a plan for it and God has a purpose for it if He allows it to come our way. Amen. COVID-19 may very well have originated in Wuhan, China. Then the experts at the WHO and the CDC may have bungled the plans for our protection and safety. The politicians in Washington, D.C. or in Frankfurt also may have boggled our plans for protection and safety. But ultimately, even this disease is under the control of God. This disease and this pandemic is in the hand of God. And let me tell you something else. So are you. So am I. We are in, amen, the hand of God. We're God's children if you're saved by the grace of God. And God's children are in His hand. He is our protection and He is our safety. So I notice the author involved. And then number two, I want you to notice the agents involved. Look at what he said again in verse 12. Thou hast caused men, men, to ride over our heads. Notice, men ride over our heads. Often, <laughs> our troubles are human related. I read where one man said this, one old Puritan. He said, serpents rarely bite other serpents. But humans bite and devour on each other quite frequently. (laughs) I'd say that's probably right. He went on to talk about other things along those lines, but a lot of times our trouble, our problems are human related. As a matter of fact, our Lord Jesus warned us that our enemies would be those of our own house. Perhaps our own flesh and blood. Perhaps our own relatives. Amen. And, and, and I'll say this, how hurtful that is, but how true it is that often the deepest hurts we have, often the longest problems we have, often the most, the, the, the most agitating scars that we have are from people we hold the dearest in life. People that are the closest to us. Amen. You'd be surprised how many people soak their pillow with tears over somebody close to them. They're troubled, human-related. And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. So we're going to have to break in the message right there. But Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow and continue this message throughout this week. Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd saying good day and God bless you.